Good morning, good morning. How are you? How are you? I don't have a lot to say, really. I mean, we were born before the wind. I, uh, <laughs> I made the mistake of looking at my schedule. Not a good idea. Don't do that. <laughs> Stay away from it. Drink your coffee first. Everybody make better decisions. <laughs> uh, I certainly will. But I hope you are having a phenomenal morning this morning. I want to go over Second Peter. Yesterday was First Peter. Today is Second Peter chapter three. This talks about the day of the Lord. It comes as a thief in a night, and all the this this entire cosmos is going to burn up, and the elementary rules of this cosmos is going to burn up, and it's all going bye bye, which is which is uh, a peaceful thought, honestly. But if you go to um, if you go to verse 11, it says, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy behavior and godliness? Be in expectation for, and yes, earnestly looking for, the coming of the day of God, on account of which the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elementary rules shall melt with fervent heat. We are to set our mind on the coming of Jesus Christ. And it's going to be a glorious day. Because all this is getting wiped out. And the new heavens and the new earth, which is our expectation because it rests in righteousness, is what we are to set our mind to, the thing you're to look for. It talks about in here in other places, I don't know exactly where, that um, when the steward is at home, and the Lord Master leaves, when he comes back, if the steward is exp- uh, expecting him and earnestly looking for him, how much of a blessing that is. If you keep your eyes open and expect for Jesus Christ to come back and look forward to that day, it's going to be an incredible blessing for you. It might not happen in this life, but that would be fantastic, <laughs> especially considering everything that's going on. If you go to verse 13, It says, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look in in expectation for such things, be diligent that ye be found of him in peace, spotless, and blameless. Not Not open to criticism. And I wanted to go over, the reason why I wanted to go over this, because I wanted to go over the verse that really opened my eyes to where peace comes from. But again, be diligent that ye may be found in him in peace and without spot, which is believing in the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you are without spot. You can't have blemish in your spirit. But I wanted to go over this verse, finish up with this. This, Like I said, this really opened my eyes. If you go to 2 Peter Verse 2, it says grace, which is God's loving disposition, and peace. Now, again, this peace comes from heaven. This is not an earthly peace. This is not a peace out from the origins of the cosmos. This is a godly peace, a heavenly peace, a spiritual peace. God's loving disposition and peace make you full or be multiplied to you through the instrument of the knowledge of God. Knowledge, the specific word in Greek, 
is epignosis. That is having a true and personal relationship with an object where you heed his advice and listen to it. This is the knowledge, the epignosis of God. God's loving disposition and God's perfect peace that comes from the heavens make you full or make you multiplied through the instrument of having a true and personal relationship with God where you hear from him and you heed his advice and of his son, Jesus Christ, or and Jesus, our Lord. If you want to change your life, you give reverential awe to God. You work with God. You talk to God. You start to build the relationship, and it's a true relationship. It's not one where you go to church and you don't actually do anything. It'd be equivalent to your kids never building a relationship with you or you to your kids. He loves you as a son and as a daughter. He wants you to go to him. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to just ask him where to go, ask him how to go, ask him for how long to go. We are not to live this life in anxiety. And what's wild is that if you pray, it's that peace that protects you from your own thoughts. Stay focused on what's important. Do not live in fear because fear does not come out from the origins of God. And God is love. Perfect love casteth off fear, which is godly love. Just enjoy your life. Have a phenomenal day today. Pray to God. Be blessed. Be happy. Enjoy what you eat. Enjoy what you drink. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Smell the sea and feel the sky. Let your soul and spirit fly. Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today. Uh, I pray for my lip that you take care of that situation. Again, I just lift up my sister's arm, that you heal that immediately, that you take care of everything that's going on with that situation. I thank you for my family and taking care of them. And I pray for everything that's happening uh, that the right decisions are made, that the right people come in, the right people leave, uh, and that we have a company that's just rooted in your word, and it's a, a complete blessing. I thank you for just the, uh, just just giving us the energy to get through what we're getting through, and I'm so very thankful for my mom and um, just the type of person she is and uh, that we grew up the way we did specifically with uh, the design and um, just the skill and the ability you gave her. And I thank you for bringing us in the direction where you bring us every day. So I lift everything up to you for a great day today, and I lift it all up in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.